I can't riff on nothing. I need a little bit more to, you know. Oh, really? Because I feel like you riffed on nothing at the beginning. Welcome to the Strong Towers Podcast, a podcast with one simple vision, build up and become strong. All right, guys, welcome back for another Strong Towers Podcast. We're actually going to finally deliver on a long-promised episode with our wives in the studio with us to uh, continue the conversation about masculine friendship. So ladies, you want to say hi? Hi. Hi. Hello. And I just want to say it's probably taken a long time because of all the other appearances we've been having to do <laughs> at different locations. It's and true. Yeah. Yeah. Podcasts, yeah. Very busy videos. Schedules. It's mm-hmm. That's why I've been tough demand, to, demand. to yeah. nail down a date. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you taking time out of the schedule to, to be with us this week. So we've been talking about this idea of masculine friendship, unfortunately, how hard it is to seem to pull it off or pull it off well, but also that it's so important for us to develop those deep, meaningful relationships where you have, you know, uh, that small group of guys that knows your stuff, knows your story, knows the junk you're carrying around, uh, and that you can call up. Um, what did Brian call them last week? 99% friends? Eye level friends. Yeah, we had both. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, Brian brought all the analogies last time that you could call them up in the middle of the night, several states away, and know that by morning they'd be there to, to help you out, kind of friend. And the effort that it takes to find it and cultivate it and make that a reality. But we thought it would be a good idea for the ladies to weigh in on uh, on this idea of what friendship has meant for the three of us, how they've uh, seen us grow and change over the years as a result of friendship. And so, Tom, like you were saying, I think part of why we wanted to have this conversation, the six of us, is we've spent the last three weeks talking with just guys about friendships with guys. But one of the things that we've come to realize, in addition to all of the challenges and struggles and obstacles and all of that, is that the benefits that have come just from our friendships, to say nothing of our pursuit of friendships in general, has had effects on more than just the three of us, me, Tom, and Mike. And so part of what we wanted to do with this conversation was get the perspective of our other halves. All joking aside, our better halves. (laughs) Absolutely, because... We have a sneaking suspicion, and honestly, we haven't prepped this conversation at all. Uh, We keep stopping this conversation, actually, to talk about what we're going to talk about because we really have no idea what's coming next. But we know that there have been ramifications to our friendships that have extended beyond just me, Mike, and Tom. And so we wanted to see what those might be because, honestly, I mean, just speaking for myself, I'm really curious to see what Liz, you, and Janelle, and Brooke are going to say about the time that Mike and Tom and I are spending together. And so with that said, I mean, we'll just kind of toss out a question and see where we go with it. But, um, you know, ladies, what, what have you noticed about your husbands 
over these last couple of years as I believe Mike, you said, uh, getting pushed out the door to go make friends. That's true. Let's has... go with Janelle on that one. Cause I want to hear about that story. Yeah. So as that has taken place and we have respectively gotten pushed out of doors to go make friends and have done so successfully, you know, ladies, what have you noticed? Yeah. I remember after moving here and just, you know, once we got settled in, we realized that we didn't have that community that we had coming from North Carolina. Um, We had a really good group of friends and just the sense of community. And so once we were here, we were were settled. I really wanted that here. And so I think it was just easier for me to send him out first because, you know, the church had announced that there was like a men's breakfast happening. And so I remember like encouraging him and just, you know, like maybe you should check that out. And I knew that wasn't, you know, something he would normally do on his own because I think going out by yourself to some a new place not knowing any anyone can be overwhelming or for any 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 person, but um I was really happy when he went and that really did open up, you know, a whole new a door for us where he did meet some really great men that from that time on we were able to just connect to all these different people and I think it made him more open to putting himself out there because again it was almost like I don't know it reminded me like you know when you're like in school and like just putting yourself out there to meet like new friends um it's it's not easy so Liz how about you I think for us, I too was very much the same Janelle, like, okay, let's go talk to people. And because I tend to enjoy talking to people. But I think a big change I saw in having male friendships in a not at the bar or just at a sports event where the conversations were intentional and focused it made you more aware of it I don't want to say like accountability but it was not just having an accountability partner not in a that kind of way it would made you check yourself and know okay I have this I have a I've a guy friend that I'm that I'm very similar in age to walking life with. You being able to have peers that you were able to come home from an event, a time, and know. All right, we we had a conversation about I don't know what y'all talked about, but that they were may follow up with you, that they were dealing with the same things. It gave you a different viewpoint on things, and then there was also. You've been able to get deep male relationships of some men that were older than you, and that gave a whole nother dynamic to right. give you a okay. I, I'm I'm a little bit in the trenches right now on this, but they said it's going to be okay. They mm-hmm. said we are going to get through this, whether it was our marriage or just something at work or with the kids. That all right? This will this will end and. Uh, it was able to take you from having kind of just nose to the ground and I just got to do this, I just got to do this, to looking up a little bit and feeling a sense of security. Uh, so I don't use accountability in a 
just, all right, I'm just going to touch base with this person. It really lifted you to have a different perspective, I think was mm-hmm. yeah. a big piece. And so I guess the natural extension of that then is what did it look like before? You know, is this something that that you ladies have seen us be good at kind of right from the start? You know, when you met us, you know, where were we at? And how has that kind of progressed for you in our relationships? And I can answer this for Janelle. I was pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, just, to, just to start things off, just to, set just, the, just to set it out there, I was pretty awesome <laughs> starting out. Um, well, I think for for us or for, for Mike and I, um, I watched him be really close with, you know, certain men that he worked with, but it's definitely different. The relationships he have he has now, it's much deeper. I think the relationships he has now, they're just, I feel like he's more aware of who he is. Obviously, he's older than what, he, you know, <laughs> back when he was in the military, so um, in a different place in life, but these are the, the, the friendships that he has. They're just ones that I think going back to what you guys mentioned earlier, these are the type of people that he could count on and these are the people that would show up for us in time of need. Not to say that those people in the military wouldn't, but it's just a deeper sense of friendship. So I definitely remember him having lots of friends and being that fun guy that everyone wanted to be around, but it's been really cool to see him just open up on a different level. I think before a lot of things that happened in his life or that were happening, it was probably just shared between him and I. Whereas he has this group of men now that he's able to open up to. And I think it's been so good for him to have a different perspective of whatever might be going on. But again, just kind of being more vulnerable. That's something that he didn't experience, I feel, in those relationships in the military. It was kind of more, I don't want to say, it just, you know, the relationships now, he's able to be more vulnerable and open up and it's allowed him to grow as a person and as a husband. And I've, I've been so proud of him in a way where, because I can see the growth that's happened with these relationships, And I know, again, it's not easy because for anyone to open up and be vulnerable, like that's not something that comes easily if you've not done it before. But I think having the group of men that he does now have in his life, it's just been really great to see how they've uh, poured into him. And I feel like he's also had the opportunity to pour into them as well. I think going to what even Liz mentioned, having um, someone to hold you know, hold you accountable of just um, things that they plan to do or it's it's different coming from me, <laughs> um, you know, when I'm trying to motivate or encourage him than when it comes from someone else that's probably experienced the same thing. And so like just holding each other accountable and having that other person in his life that he can look to f- for the encouragement. And I think yeah, it's been it's been really great to just see how he's grown and evolved and how motivated 
he comes home after getting together with these guys like he really does um you know he shares different conversations that he might have had during a lunch or you know during a meetup it's been really it's been really cool to see that yeah brooke how about baby john (laughs) baby john yeah so when when we first met i would say that he really didn't have really close guy friends there were you know the buddies at work that he could shoot around basketball or whatever with or go to the bar get a beer watch a game but there wasn't anything that was real deep close connection and he and his brother are really close but there was there's an age difference and there's there was physical distance um till he moved out here to virginia also but and then we also had the amazing experience of being mentored by um, some really great married couples. And so then we felt like we were supposed to start a couple small group. So we did that. And then we find out that all of the people who came to the small group knew each other and were all significantly younger than us. So we had this, this experience of being mentored and then mentoring others, but I didn't really see him have any of those, like, what, what did you call them, eye-level friends? Mm-hmm. But out of that couple's group, we became really close friends with all of those people. And out of that, John and the guys in that group decided they needed to break off and start a men's group. And so then out of that came these current friendships of these people sitting around right now having this conversation and several others. And it just, it, it was it like, it just took off because I don't, I don't even know, I mean, other than, you know, God, because he's amazing. But the idea that, he all of a sudden, it felt like all of a sudden, even though we know it was over the course of a few years, had so many really good guys that, like you all said, could be there for the really important things, the really hard things and the really good things. And it was, there were changes in John that I don't think could have happened had those friendships not formed. And you know, we we are very good friends, and we have a, a blast together when we hang out. But I, I know that as good as our relationship is, I can't fulfill all of those needs for friends and connections in him. And so we both recognized for each other and for ourselves that those kinds of friendships needed to exist for each of us because it would not only make us better people and be able to have better friendships, but it just then strengthened our marriage also. That's good. That's true. And I love the way you, you said that, right? You started out with just some some idea of how you can contribute to others, right? Like with the idea of starting this other group yeah. and then building that off and how that sparked and that continued on, how these friendships mm-hmm. just continue to grow from yeah. there. And it's just a great story to hear about how the need of friendship just grew grew more yeah. and had that, had that come back to you. So I love hearing that story. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a question for the ladies. So how have so now now that our husbands have these awesome friendships, so how has that negatively or positively, hopefully positively, how has that <laughs> negatively? <laughs> wow, okay. Well, maybe I don't know. I'm not going to speak for you. Um, how has it affected or changed your marriage? I think overall, I do feel like it's been positive because. Like I mentioned before, like he um, has grown so much in like just becoming more self-aware of who he is as a, a man. And I think that spills over to who he is as a husband. And like you said, I feel 
how, you know, I, we both recognize how important it is for him to have those, you know, relationships outside of just us. I think it's been really good. I think back on, there are certain things where we've talked about a situation and it isn't until he hears it from one of his close friends that might be the same thing I told him, but he comes back and he's able to say, you know, you were right, which I don't mind him saying, but it it took him speaking with someone else about the same thing and just hearing it a little differently than maybe the way I presented it. So, and honestly, I don't mind that because it still brings him to the fact that I was right. <laughs> so I'm like, thanks. I love, I love your friends. Your friends are so smart. <laughs> and so, I'm going to edit all of this out. Janelle didn't have this, an answer for this, this is, question. This is getting deleted. <laughs> and so, and seriously, that's happened a few times where we've had these serious discussions and then he goes and shares with a friend and he comes back and they would add more to it but at the end of it just it gives him a little more clarity hearing their perspective or just giving him something else to think about and bring back to the discussion so that's been really nice and helpful in a way in our marriage and so and I think Brian said it pretty well the last time, right? It's easier to receive that from those eye-level friends, to get that mm-hmm. from somebody else. And maybe a lot of it's being a little stubborn and a little, uh, yeah. you know, pig-headed yeah. when it's hearing from my wife constantly. But then, you know, hearing it from a different perspective, somebody that has, I don't want to say very similar traits, but, you know, somebody has yeah. the same kind of thought process as my wife at, from these friendships, I can kind of break it down and say, all right, Mike, are you, are you really looking at this the way you're supposed to be looking mm-hmm. at it? And, right. you know, maybe that cloud, that fog of war, mm-hmm. if you will, during the middle of these conversations, these, uh, yeah. these highly, uh, I don't want to say heated, but these deep conversations that <laughs> we're having, I tend to, you know, not see things clearly. Yeah. And I think having these friends does give us that ability to, yeah. to kind of see those better, like you said, to come back and kind of come back to the situation and say, hey, all right. I don't, I don't know if I've ever used the words you're right, what? but <laughs> definitely have. definitely I can see you things have. I can see things from your perspective now. I think is the words that I tend yeah. to use. That's just That's a good. fancy way of saying it. Right. Like, yeah, There's going to be a deep conversation <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah. 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 I wouldn't say he did. Yeah, I wouldn't say yeah. he did. <laughs> yeah. So, Elizabeth, I, I joked about baby John, but we've known each other for a long time. We have known each other a long time. So how is high school Tom different from Tom now in terms of what friendships bring to our relationship? Well, that's a whole separate podcast. How is (laughs) baby high school Tom separate from this Tom? I think having these friendships, and and it also is coupled with the reality of your more mature. I mean, I knew you in a phase of life when we all were in high school and it's just me, me, me. And so that has shifted just life experience. But I've, I think these relationships have given you purpose in where you're going, what you're doing, where we're going, that there's something else to life that Mm -hmm. it's not a 24-hour day and we just keep doing this groundhog day thing that 
these friendships and I just keep going back to the word it's intentional. You have had friendships that have been great. Having friends that you have that continual going back to and the follow-up and the that they're intentional to say, hey, how did that meeting go at work? Or I know you were having trouble with your son or that they're following up and it's it's that day-to-day week-to-week friendship yeah. piece and it's you've had a lot of friends that will show up for you and love you deeply and what you currently are doing with friends feels different because it's like arms linked we're in this together and we're going to check in on each other to to get through this and we're all going to do it together. So I agree. I think the difference too is just the people that we surround ourselves with now like we're living life together and like feel like it's just it's it's deeper. Obviously that's what we keep saying, but just that day to day I think that's something that makes such a big difference having those men that are going to support you and check in on you on a regular daily basis. Like that's I've known that's good. So no, Brooke, what's what about you can answer your own question? How has it has it been positive or? Oh yeah, no, it's it's been yeah absolutely more positive than anything else. And honestly, like like I said, I feel like it kind of took the pressure off of me a little bit to not have to try to. I, I can't I can't really bro out. You know, I guess this is just not <laughs> part of who I am. Yes, you can. I don't know. I've watched a football game with you. You're you can bro okay, out. Okay, well yeah, if we're, backwards. if we're watching the Steelers, that's a different that's a whole different thing. Um but I mean I you know, I we have a great relationship, but I can't I'm not equipped to be the kind of friend that he needs to be in all ways. So, you know, that that needed to be filled by someone else. Um so yeah, it's absolutely been far more positive than negative, but there are there are times, and they have been very very few, where I can tell that because this is such a good thing and so valuable for each of us, that it's it's going to get attacked. There's going to be it's going to try to be thwarted. That there's this pull every once in a while to, you know, when especially when schedules get really busy. That wait, you like Liz, you said, you know, it, being intentional with friendships, like you're, John is very intentional with his friends and he, he chooses to spend time with these guys and he carves out time and there's dedicated nights of the week or mornings where he meets with people. And I mean, it's very, very seldom, but every once in a while there's this feeling of, well, I haven't, I haven't really gotten to see you. So there's this pull to, wait, you're choosing, you're choosing them. You're, you're not choosing me, which is not at all the case. I mean, and John actually says that phrase to me often because he knows how important that is to me. He says, I choose you. But it's so valuable for him to be able to choose his friendships as well and to be intentional and to carve out that time and to and to choose them. That's absolutely necessary. And it has only strengthened the relationship that he and I have. Yeah, we, we have had a similar conversation of... I, it's been, I just want you to know the message you're sending me is I'm looking at the calendar and there's a lot of things and I'm so proud of you and I love that you're doing all these things, but the message I'm getting is 
there it, that I I need some time too. And so we have had to go back to the drawing board of okay, what is what are where are the what are the priorities and how are we going to fit it all in and mm-hmm. so we've had that same thing. Another positive has been also the is being able to come together with couples too of that we had to reach out to or I had to reach out to. <laughs> yeah, I told you guys last week about my brother-in-law. I'm married obviously to his sister who while not quite as far on the extrovert spectrum is rather far away from me on the introvert side. So <laughs> So while well, as he would be totally fine to sometimes just hunker down, I'm very easily ready to wave the white flag. And so uh, we actually got together with Brooke and John because I was like, I can't do this with you right now. You are, this is not working. I have, I have nothing to say to you anymore. I don't want to talk about this. You don't hear what I'm saying. And I need, I need somebody else that knows you and knows me and can help and and it could be a counselor it could be a lot of things but i this felt like a situation where this is why these people are in our lives and for i know i it's easy to connect up with other people but i know the male friendships are few and far between to go on a deeper level and to really know somebody and so to be able to connect up and have questions thrown at both of us to get to the bottom of what it was was really necessary so we're still living in the same house i just want to report that (laughs) (laughs) success that's good and i love the way you bring up the mutual friendship aspect of it because just that alone has been i think We've seen a lot of growth in that in our relationship, right? Being able to being pushed out the door to make these friendships and then seeing those friendships grow beyond that, right? And having these times now where we do go to mutual like um, get-togethers or we do go to things and it's not just yeah. staring at somebody and kind of like huddle up in a quarter while the wives go and talk somewhere. I'm actually mm-hmm. having friends that I can actually go up to, you know, shake their hand, hug and say, man, how's your week going? And yeah. Yeah. honestly, most of the time it's not even how your week's going. It's how's your last 24 hours been? Cause we mm-hmm. just talked 24 hours ago <laughs> yeah. or we just yeah. checked in. Right. Um, I was yeah. telling, I was telling you know, I, even my text messages have, have changed yeah. to the point where I'm writing long paragraphs. I don't think I've ever wrote that before on a text message. It's how are you doing? Like, and with r- genuine, like, what about this? Yeah. What about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that has built off of first off the, off the initial male friendships, but even, building beyond that too. Hey, how's your family going? How, or how are they doing? How's your, how are your kids doing? You mentioned this last week. How's that going? So I love the fact that you bring up the mutual friendships. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that has been, I think that we've seen a lot in our relationship as growing because we have that ability to kind of, yeah. you know, go with other people that see us and can also mm-hmm. yeah. you know, tell me the times that I'm wrong and Janelle's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, I think, <clears throat> You know, we've talked a lot about how just the male relationship is hard too, but you know, when you when you bring a spouse into the conversation, 
you add another level of, well, I really like this guy. I really get along with this guy. And she could be like, absolutely not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He is not going to be your friend, (laughs) you know? So I think, honestly, I think we've, we've really been blessed with the friends that Mm -hmm. we do have that, that we have not really run into that situation Mm -hmm. and all the wives get together and, and enjoy each other's friendship and all the guys get together and enjoy each other's friends. And, all our kids now are getting together and enjoy hanging out with each other. Yeah. And so we've really been blessed in that way. But I think we do have to be honest that that's not necessarily always the case. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, you definitely have those friends where you're like, man, you like you like one, like you like the one spouse. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you like the husband, but man, the wife, she would just, you know, like you have, the, you have those friends, yeah. but not, you're right. Like, not here, this, though. No, not no, here. Not here. Yeah. Absolutely not. But you're right, because it's, it's the same thing. Like we... Yeah. All of these couples that we've met, we we like yeah. all of them. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. I was thinking that. I'm like, I I do. I feel like we're we've been really blessed with just finding these amazing couples, great men for Michael to connect with, and you know, great women that I can also connect with and all get along, and I can hold conversations with the men or you know the husbands, and Michael can hold conversations with the wives and. I think it spills over not only, like you said, with our, you know, into our marriage, but our children too. They they see these relationships that we have, and and so it's it's been really it's been really cool to just spend time with each other, not just not just during men's group. So I'm wondering, and this is a rabbit trail, and maybe we'll just take it out later. But I'm wondering too if it has to do with the Liz, you use the word intentionality earlier and the effort that we put in because honestly like across a bar mike you and i would not hang out yeah you know like we're totally different energy you know we we wouldn't be that level of friend Mm -hmm. of just hanging out and watching a game together probably yeah but because we were looking for something more and we were willing to put the work in to get to that deeper level i wonder if that is helping Mm -hmm. with all of the relationships around the table that that we've gone beyond just needing the hangout friend. I don't need to bro out with Brooke. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. You can't hang with me, Tom. Well, probably. <laughs> Pittsburgh fan. I think you you make a good point. We've all had to come to a point where we desire something more mm-hmm. and deeper and so we had to choose to be intentional now with these people that we come across. Again, Mike and I, we we had a moment where, you know, after we had Kellen, our first son, we kind of pulled back a little, you know, new parents. We kind of were trying to figure that out. And it took a while for us to reconnect with people. And so once we did find ourselves back in society and socializing, we were very intentional. We knew that at that point, we, we really did want those deep friendships and we knew that at that point in our lives like that's what we needed and that's what we wanted and so joining a class Sunday morning was a big thing for us but we knew that we weren't going to just sit go and sit and then be done we were actively looking for people to to spend time with and I think just kind of like what you say had we not gotten to that point we could have easily just said hi how are you doing you know have a great day and then left but because we were intentionally looking for these deeper relationships we took the time out to get to know 
people that we probably typically wouldn't speak to or spend time with and we realize what great people they are um it's a it's it sounds like you guys are making a choice to be authentic right with Mm -hmm. one another and that you can you could even though it's maybe not the there's lots of guys that you could walk life with and some of the men that might be listening are thinking i don't know that i have that and if that what that looks like for me but it's you guys have to continually choose to be authentic with these people and make Mm -hmm. the i'm going to show my my true self yeah or i don't even know what i'm showing i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. be real Mm -hmm. with them and yeah and trust that they are going to also be real with me even if it's not this instant match friend, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like on a movie or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't know if this is if we want to. Like, like Tom said, this might be a trail we don't want to go down. But Janelle, you said something about how it's not just like all of these friends that we have. It's not just the women hang out with the women and the guys hang out with the guys. Like you know, I'm I'm actually friends. Mm-hmm with a lot of the husbands and I don't know if that's true for you both as well because I mean I grew up I was definitely a tomboy I had an older brother I hung out with him and all of his friends and so male friendships growing up for me were much easier than female friendships and it wasn't until I was in adulthood that I actually started to have really good healthy deep female friendships but I didn't know if that was the same case for you all that you feel like it's not just that your friends with the women and oh yeah her, her spouse is a, a nice guy too i didn't know if that you know you felt like you were, were actually truly friends with the guys also yeah that's a good one because it makes me it makes me think back when i was younger i remember um growing up um my mom would she would go visit a friend and when the husband came home that meeting or visit ended and you know she would leave and I found I remember thinking back on that I think even talking to Mike about that I'm like I remember growing up and just there was just clear separation between husbands and wives and the friendships and I remember telling Michael I'm like I really like that I can have conversations with your friends it means so much to me that I can enjoy being with your friends not only their wives and like we all get along because again growing up I remember there was just always this clear separation between you know like the friendships and like if I was friends with Liz I couldn't be friends with Tom necessarily or that just didn't come as easy I think but yes I do feel like I'm friends with the guys or I feel comfortable Mm -hmm. with the men um, that Mike has friends that he has and that's just something else that I'm really thankful for that we can all get together and it's never uncomfortable or I feel awkward or I feel like uh, I don't know what to say it's usually pretty comfortable and so yeah it makes it nice some small detail that I don't even know if it's added on to this question or not but just thinking about like group text like i have everybody's number i have everybody's wife's number too like i could i wouldn't feel uncomfortable 
and I think I have text Brooke a picture of my sewing machine yep. saying, hey, Absolutely. check this out. Here we go. Check this out. And <laughs> yes. I, I don't feel uncomfortable doing it because I, I feel like we all have these kind of friendships that have mm-hmm. spawned from these friendships that we've built. And you guys have done the same right on mm-hmm. your side. And it just yeah. continues to grow. And I, I, yeah. I love that. I do yeah. too. And so I think I've heard it a few times, but I want to see if we can just kind of encapsulate this. What's been the benefit of all of that? for all of us collectively, for us as couples, that we're this connected, guys with the guys, ladies with the ladies, but also couples to couples, husbands with you know the wives of the friends. What, what's been the benefit of that kind of tightly knit social circle, especially after years of not having that from what it sounds like? I think the first thing that comes to mind is it's we're not alone that I have been able to go to different friends and say, okay, it's hit the fan again with, with money. So what, what are you guys just sit with me on this? Can we, can we pray on it? Can you just listen to me cry about it? Or we're not, or we just need to sit down and have a, powwow together on how we how Tom and I are going to have this conversation in our marriage the next time it comes up. One of the things that we had talked about in uh, in one of the earlier episodes was being able to pull off that mask and be real and authentic and let people in and that being one of the first hurdles really of getting these friendships. And so I think one of the effects is it actually then becomes harder to put the mask back on because you've let people in, they know your junk, they know what that mask looks like, and they can call you out and be like, no, like, you're kind of closing yourself off to this issue right now. And and so while it's difficult at first, those relationships, male to male, male to female, in inside the, the marriage, it's harder to hide once you've built that circle. Yeah, absolutely. I've definitely had several friends in our friend circle call me out on my junk and and necessarily. So, I mean, and it was very much appreciated because like you said, I, I can put on that mask really easily and think I'm hiding all kinds of things, but because these friends know me as well as they do, they know when I'm trying to put the mask back on. I, I don't want to put the mask back on. And so it's, it is great that I have these friends who can do that and tell me, no, you're not gonna, you're not gonna pull away. You're not gonna go back into that shell. You're not gonna you know, put the mask mm-hmm. back on. That you're, you're gonna stay here with us and we're gonna sit here with you while you go through this hard thing. And we're not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, we're, mm-hmm. like, like Liz said, like, I, I can just cry with you or I can have a conversation or whatever whatever it is that I need those friends are there to go through it with me I think deep down if we really think about it all of us just want to know am am I worth it mm-hmm. like am I worth your time am I worth your friendship because you do have to carve out time and you have to choose and like I think it was Tom that you said that you know you can you can be like you can be friends with all these other people but these are the people I'm choosing to be friends with and to know that someone else is choosing that with me is that's just so affirming that you know because like I said we all want to know am I worth it 
and you get a resounding yes when friends choose you. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I think I would say just having that community, that just the group of people that, you know, are there to motivate and encourage and just be there for us and we can also be there for them and just just yeah that sense of community um not only for mike but again for our family that would be the biggest benefit or the biggest thing that you know we take out or away from that initially when we talked about this conversation we talked about the benefits of in our relationship right what did masculine friendship Mm -hmm. benefit in our relationship Mm -hmm. and i think starting this off when janelle first pushed me out the door it was like you know right after we had kellen the whole thought process in my head was all right how do i how do i get these guy friends that are going to show me how to be a better dad Mm -hmm. and i think the biggest takeaway that i've had and it's one of been like one of the biggest realizations that i've had in probably the last year is let's back away from that father yeah it's important but being a better husband has that role above that and i've learned so much more about relationships and how to be there more for my wife by having these conversations with you guys and i and i don't know how many episodes so far that i keep going back to hey i want to be there for my kids i want to be there i'll be a better dad i have those issues of, of fatherlessness and all that but these friendships that i have with you guys Ultimately, I think, and I don't know if Janelle's gonna agree with me or not of this, has made me a better husband, right? Yeah. And I think that's I think that's been the biggest takeaway for me. And I don't know if, if, if you have seen the growth on that or if you've seen what you've seen on that. But I think yeah. for me, I've I've had even our even our conversations we've had yeah. have been a lot different since since. No, for sure. And I think again, having those people to go to, I think it has allowed you to reflect more on on maybe different situations that we might be experiencing within in our marriage but yeah I can definitely see just speaking to um, these men in your life you've been able to come just with different perspective and so yes I would agree that it's definitely shown in our marriage the growth and the influence that these men have had on you are you saying I'm right that's what I, I heard. I think just to circle back, I Janelle, mean, you maybe should be right. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, I agree. There you go. Agree. <laughs> what about you, Johnny? <laughs> I guess the first time I've been referred to as Johnny in any of these podcasts. You're welcome. No, not the last. No, that time. You can call him Johnny. I don't know. Liz, I really liked what you said about, you know, bottom line, it's it's an affirmation that we're not alone. And Brooke and I have talked so often about how if push came to shove, we'd be very happy with a hermit lifestyle, just the two of us. We disagree on where, um, the mountains or the beach. And so probably if we could do like, you know, every other month. A sandy mountain. That's a dune and that's a desert. So no. No, not a desert. No, no, no. no. But that it's so easy for us to pull back and have it just be the two of us. And as good as that is, I would say 95% of the time, that we have found another depth. We have found a level of richness in our marriage because of what has been drawn out of us through our friendships. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I could necessarily encapsulate all of that, but I know that I'm different and I'm better because of the time that I've spent getting to know other people and letting, more importantly, letting them get to know me. That That's going to be something that gives me the opportunity 
to offer a better version of myself than I was already trying to give in my marriage. Um, and so even just, you know, hearing my wife sitting here next to me at the microphone talking about the difference between when we first started dating and now, and the difference that she sees in me that we're largely attributing to my engagement in a community. I think that alone is testament to how valuable this investment has been. And so I think part of it too is then also a recognition of because of what we've seen already from this, I can only begin to guess at the value add in the years to come. That as the kids grow up, and we talked about this in the last episode with Brian of you know, meaningful interaction in the kids' lives yeah. through these close friendships, you know, the, the level of effect and influence that that's going to have with another generation. To say nothing of what we're going to continue to learn about ourselves and develop internally through having to now suddenly be really you know, close quarters role models <laughs> yep. for some very impressionable young people to say nothing of those times that because we've created these close friendships, they call us because they just can't handle mom and dad at the moment. And so we're now thrust into that position of influence that we've been cultivating and crafting and investing in, and now is going to begin to pay off. I feel like I have no idea what the next 10 years or 15 years are going to look like, but I'm really excited to see where all of this goes because of the miles that we've already logged together. Yeah, for sure. Hey guys, this seems like a good place to wrap up our conversation. But before I say another word, I have to give it up to our amazing wives. Thank you so much for coming on and agreeing to record this episode with us. I know our lives can be demanding, so we truly appreciate you taking the time to be with us and sharing your feelings on masculine friendship. That being said, we hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. And as always, you can find us at strong-towers.com. And if you get a chance, check out this week's blog written by my awesome friend, Brooke Ackerman. It's a great read, and it goes along well with this week's episode. So until next time, my friends, build up, become strong. Mm -hmm.